days. I'm, I think there's probably some pockets here and there that ha still haven't got a whole lot of rain. They went from looking bad from the drought to now looking bad because we're too wet. Um, the damage is just super evident. Just driving down the road, I can see them. Just, they normally plant you know, 95 to 100 day corn and it's, it's ready. Welcome to the MFA Made for Agriculture podcast. Here are your hosts, Adam Jones and Cameron Horine. All right, folks, welcome to another episode of the Made for Agriculture podcast. My name is Adam Jones. And I'm Cameron Horine. And we're back this morning with uh, an in-season insights episode. We've got folks from around the state um, on the line with us this morning. We'll get a few updates from the field. Um, just in case you're listening to this in the kind of in the future, today is August 14th. Uh, when we're going to record this. So if you're three weeks ahead of now and what we're saying doesn't make sense, uh, just a little update on exactly when we recorded this. I think the last one of these we did, Cameron, we went south to north. So we're going to switch it around the other way uh, this morning. So uh, let's kick it off with Kevin Moore, who's our uh, regional agronomist for Retail North. Kevin, what's going on out there? Hey, everybody. Well, so as as we knew, you know, earlier through the season, it's been really dry and now it seems like uh it seems like it started raining and hasn't stopped through throughout a bunch a bunch of the area anyways i'm i think there's probably some pockets here and there that ha still haven't got a whole lot of rain yet but i think as as a whole it's uh we've been been on the wet side here lately i uh, had another storm go through yesterday so i'm not sure um uh, you know, across the area yet, how much, how much rainfall everybody got, but I know there was, there was places that got, got another, another few inches anyways. So anyways, with that, with that being said that I think a lot of, it's going to help out a lot of the soybeans, um, the corn, we're, we're still filling grain. There's not, not anything that, that I've seen that's hit black layer yet. So as, as long as we're not a black layer, that, that moisture is helping. Um, you know the damage damage might uh, maybe pretty much done in 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 some of the really dry places, but that this uh, these late rains are helping a little bit. So, um, I guess oh, in soybeans with with a lot of this rain, we've um, we've been noticing uh, noticing some diseases continue to to show up. Um, few few things though did did happen in early the early season we're just seeing the effects of it now we're seeing some more white mold um which that that those infections occur during flowering we just see a lot of the symptoms now and then we're seeing a lot more sudden death which um actually that infection occurs um really early in the season um soon after planting time but we're seeing those foliar symptoms now as well Gotcha. <clears throat> gotcha. Yeah. Good stuff, Kevin. Um, yeah, I think I'm probably sitting in one of the driest spots of North Missouri and even we got an inch and low over an inch and a half all weekend. So, um, and we had one of those last week as well. So, um, it's not overly wet here, but, um, but we, we've certainly picked up some soil moisture that we did not have before. And I think I'm pretty sure almost everybody else North of highway 36 in Missouri has had more than what I have. So, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I think everybody's sitting in pretty good spot, spot right now anyway, just from kind of a root zone soil moisture standpoint. 
Um, I guess one follow-up question for you, Kevin, is is I've heard that a lot, that kind of the, the story is out on the corn or the damage is done, all those kind of things, and, and any of the rest of you can comment on this too. But, um, you know, but even if we've tipped back that ear some, um, there's still a lot there that, that that plant can add as long as it stays green and, and healthy, right, from a, you know, from a kernel depth standpoint and, and weight in the grain and that, that kind of stuff. Oh, ab- absolutely. Yeah. So it, it, depending on where, on where we're at, um, you know, if after the corn dense, that milk line goes down and it, it, once the milk line's halfway down, there's only about 10% of the dry matter left to go in the grain. But if we're just starting to dent or still in the dough stage, we've, we've got a lot of, a lot of dry matter to put in those kernels yet. So um, unless, unless we're really close to black layer, the, these rains are going to help, help quite a bit. You know, we've, we've, we have lost, um, lost, uh, grain already to tip back or even some, some, seeing some of those zipper ears where we're, we're losing a few rows around, but, um, any, any rain we can get, it's still, still going to help, help, uh, continue to fill the, the kernels that we do have. Right. Yeah. That's just kind of what I've noticed. Like I said, we were pretty hard on it there for about 10 days, but now that we've picked up some moisture, the plants kind of look really green and, and pretty good again, um, in places where we've taken care of it and it, it kind of held its way through there. And I feel like there's a lot to add there yet, but anyway, thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. Yeah, um, you bet. Thanks, guys. Gonna, yeah, we're going to slip just south of him to, uh, to Tyler Busker. We've got a, We've got a Scott Wilburn replacement on this morning. So Tyler, you have to start off with, uh, yeah, uh, pretty small shoes to fill there. Right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, so you better start us off Tyler with just a quick introduction and then go ahead and give us your report from what's going on retail central. Gotcha. Yeah. My name's Tyler Busker. I'm covering district six and I live, uh, kind of on the edge of district six, district five. So kind of at least where, as far as the rain goes, I kind of know what's been going on with that. Um, update wise. Yeah. We've had some moisture, um if you get east of 63 that was where you know seven to ten inches of rain fell um last week i got about an inch and then we got like 1.9 yesterday so get west of of 63 it's still or at least where i live southeast Howard county still real dry but we've got some moisture like you said now uh last week a couple things that happened we had some army worms come in uh, in a couple spots, so we're kind of watching for that now. I haven't seen any, but I'm headed to some alfalfa fields after this to just kind of keep watching. Um, uh, tar spot was found in Mexico, which is the first time that that's been that that's happened. Actually, two fields, one north, one south, uh, by the by, I guess Matt Orlowski, who covers that area. Uh, so that was kind of big news. Um, corn for me, I I can't say I'm still very optimistic about it. I've looked at a lot of corn and we lost anywhere from half an ear to probably three quarters of an ear for a lot of the corn that I've looked at. Tip back was more than tip back. I mean, it was like half yield. Um, milk lines half or a little more on almost all of it. So in terms of grain fill, I mean, like Kevin just said, we're closer to being done than on the front side. You know, if we caught these rains three weeks ago, I'd maybe be a little more optimistic, but I feel like the corn's, the corn's starting to wrap up uh beans i still feel pretty good about we got a lot of r5 beans the early april planted stuff uh looking at it last week i was kind of shaking them just trying to see if they were boarding any pods i wasn't finding anything 
so that's really encouraging. I'm waiting to see how those first blooms that have seeds in them, how big they get, uh, or if they're just going to stay BB size. Um, uh, last thing I kind of had on my list was spider mites, which we are not seeing any more of. Thank God. Uh, we have been fighting those all season long. Um, the damage is just super evident, just driving down the road. I can see them. There's, a, there's just a couple pockets uh, around Paris, especially where there's just spider mites everywhere, kind of Paris to Perry area. So that's, that's about all I've got on the list. Yeah, that's awesome. Good stuff. <clears throat> Thanks, Tyler. Appreciate it. Yeah, the the tar spot thing is is definitely interesting because that's that's way further south. I feel like somebody correct me if I'm wrong here, but I feel like that's yeah, way I'll, further I'll, south than where we've been, you know, uh, previously here. Yeah, I found some in northern Howard County last year, so that would be Mexico would be a little further south. Yeah, yeah, definitely on that towards that eastern side. That's that's pretty far down there, uh, all the way to Mexico. Again, again, you have to assume that it's it's all the way in between there uh, as well, because right. it, it doesn't right. just start up somewhere else. So, anyway, yeah, good stuff. Thanks a lot, Tyler. Appreciate it. Tyler or anybody, I mean, you know, talking about the army worms, I feel like it hasn't been nearly as widespread as it was two years ago. But you know, as we're just bringing it up. Um, we have lost some insecticide availability that we have. Can anybody touch on what options do we do have if, to manage army worms if we need to? I mean, besiege and intrepid edge are my two big ones. Yeah, it's not a lot of options. Yep. Yeah, I'm not sure um, about the availability last year, but we uh, or this year, I mean, but we. Um, Another product called Prevathon um, has a new formulation uh, called uh, Vantacore um, at a lower use rate. Um, that's you know it's a not not a pyrethroid, so uh, you know there are concerns about pyrethroid resistance and with uh, fall armyworms. But uh, depending on availability, that's a that's a pretty good option there. Awesome. Gotcha. Good stuff. Shannon, I think you're up next. Yeah, so I was actually out on vacation last week, uh, so I had a quick update for my team. Uh, getting back in the area yesterday, I was kind of surprised. I expected to see some corn coming out, um, but with the rains that everyone else has received this week, we also got. Um, last week was actually abnormally a wet week for us. Um, I had another storm come through last night. Not sure what the totals are, but it rained. It rained all night last night, which is which is good news, especially for our beans. Uh, I do expect corn, once we do dry up, field conditions improve, uh, harvest to start, especially in the Southern Territory, uh, Cherokee County, Kansas, they normally plant you know, 95 to 100 day corn and it's it's ready. Um, some, some issues that we are seeing in corn is stock rots, of course, typical to a drought. Uh, it's things that we see. So consultants are gonna start putting together harvest plans uh, for guys as we identify fields that are maybe a little bit more susceptible to the to the rots than than others um, in beans um, similar to what Kevin was saying we are, do have some pockets of sudden death showing up you know that it's that's a that's an issue we needed to, to address you know before the season starts not now um, it's things we got to take note of and address next time those fields go to beans or um, in that particular area if we, we know we're going to beans in that area maybe we need to address it with some seed treatment stuff uh, army worms are showing up over on the western side of the state as well. Uh, very similar to what Tyler said. We do have some web worms still, you know, kind of poking around, but nothing that's been uh, at levels that need to be treated. 
uh, pod worms, same way we've, we've been finding them, but we really aren't at treatment levels yet. So it's just continuing to, to assess the situation as, as it progresses. Uh, our full season beans they're I think the farthest along is one now are around R5. Our, our double crop beans, they're all, they're all in the R2 stages now. So herbicide, pretty much we're done herbicide wise. Um, now it's just timing up any fungicide and insecticide applications as we go forward. Gotcha. Thanks, Shannon. Appreciate it. Jesse, what's going on down in the boot heel? Well, everybody was talking about rain, so I'll start there. Uh, yeah. Well, we got three and a half inches last night, and me and a buddy were talking yesterday before this three and a half inches. We'd got 16 inches since the first of August, which put us four inches ahead of the average, and we were just like everybody else in the summer, way behind. So we went from one extreme to the other, which is just seems like the normal anymore. Uh, Biggest thing with all this rain is our corn. It was pretty well made, just finishing up. Uh, I don't think anybody's watered corn for two weeks. Uh, but our beans, especially our earlier planted beans, we're getting so much water on the low ends. We're starting to abort some pods. Not a thing you can do about it. It just it is what it is. Uh, hopefully we can. It's showing some dry weather where we can get some sunshine because we really need it. These wet spots and these beans are just struggling. They went from looking bad from the droughts now looking bad because we're too wet. A uh, little bit of frog eye steadily showing up. Nothing just disaster wise or nothing like that, but just making fungicide applications, whatever. I've only had one spot that's had uh, pod worms come in. We sprayed for them and it's been clean ever since. Uh, besides that, I mean, we're really just trying to get everything to the finish line. Uh, I'd say within the next two weeks, we'll have corn coming out. Uh, especially for the guys who like getting stuff out in August and get it dried out and hauled off. Uh, besides that, we just don't have a whole lot going on. Yeah, good stuff. No, I, I appreciate the update, though, Jesse. I, I think it's it's interesting. It's going to be one of those years that if you look back, you know, climatologically um, on, on data at the end of the year, it's going to be like, oh, 2023 is a pretty good growing season, right? Because, I mean, if you look at the uh, total precip for the year, it's it's not going to jump off the map as a, as a drought year. Um, but we all kind of know what the difference was there <laughs> in, in the seasonality of, of picking up some of those rains and uh, when we needed it and when we, when we definitely didn't. Um, but, uh, but anyway, yeah, I agreed. It's, uh, it's one of those things we've, we've had some pockets pick up some um, enormous amounts of rain. And, and so, like I said, I feel like that just kind of pads the stats and uh, keeps keeps folks from in the future from thinking about what actually happened this year and, and what our crop actually had to pull through. So anyway, great updates from everybody. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and cut it off so we can have a nice short listen for everybody. Um, the, again, this is one of our in-season insights episodes. We will be back in two weeks and do another one of these. But anyway, thanks to all of you guys for taking some time out this morning to provide an update. And thanks to everybody for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Made for Agriculture. Email comments and questions to podcast at mfa-inc.com.